What's up, Kingdom Builders? Welcome back today. We're going to talk about how to actually let go and let God on the route to your God-sized dream. What do you do when you're in God's waiting room? Have you ever been in a place where you were on a timeline that God was not? You kind of felt like he was a little bit taking too long and you're like trying to take things back into your matters? Or have you been in a place that you feel like you've been given a God-given promise, but for some reason, circumstances don't look like it's going that way? If that's the case, comment me below. And we're going to dive into some Bible study today to unpack what do you do when you're waiting the God promise? So we've been studying through the book of Genesis, and we've been looking at an incredible character named Joseph. Now, if you're not familiar with Joseph, Joseph was one of the youngest sons. Jacob was the father, had 12 sons. And what happened was Joseph had a dream. And this dream, the brothers and the fam didn't really like it. Just like maybe for you and your business dream, your, your goals, people don't understand you. So much so that the brothers sold him into slavery. And he went from slave to even worse, he went to prison. But from the pit to the palace, he got promoted within one day, and he was an overnight success, but technically he was like a 30, 40-year-old success as well, too. But there's some principles that we can learn that if you apply into your life and your business will help you to be able to move towards God's call for your life. So what do you do when you're waiting? How do you actually let go and let God? What's up, Pam? Great to see you. Well, there's a couple of things. There's a principle in Proverbs that is important for us to know, which is Proverbs 18, 16. A person's gift makes room for him and brings him before great people. Did you know that God has given each and every single one of us gifts? It said that every single gift, every single good and perfect gift is from the Father above. So you've been given gifts. I've been given gifts. Now, no one's gifts are different from no one's gifts are the same as another person. It says in Corinthians that we're all part of the same body, but you have some that are the ears, some that are hands, some are the feet. They're all amazing, right? Have you ever stubbed your toe before? And you realize, wow, that little toe, even though it seemed like it was such a small thing, makes a big difference. Or if you've had a scratchy throat, you realize, man, I thought my heart was important, but this throat right now, this is killing me. So each and every single one of us have been different, given different giftings. The Holy Spirit gives us each of those. So what are your gifts? Right? It's evident that with Joseph, he was given a gift. And this gift was the ability to discern dreams. So you take a look at this. And when Joseph is in the prison, he is around the cupbearer and the baker. And they are given some dreams because Pharaoh had a dream, couldn't interpret them, threw them into the, uh, threw them into the prison. And here's the cupbearer and here is the baker. What's up, April? Great to see you. So hear this, Genesis 40. All right. So the baker and the cupbearer are in there. Genesis 45. Then the cupbearer and the baker for the king of Egypt, who were confined to the prison, both had a dream the same night. Each man, good morning, Melissa, great to see you. Each man with his own dream and each dream with his own interpretation. 
when Joseph came to them in the morning and saw them, behold, they were dejected. So he asked the Pharaoh's officials, why your face is so sad? They had a dream. No one could interpret it. And this is what Joseph said. Then Joseph said, do interpretations not belong to God? Tell it to me, please. Powerful principle. So what do you do when you are in the space when you're waiting for God's promise? How do you let go and let God? Well, what are the gifts that you've been given? Some of you have an incredible empathetic heart. You just love people so much that your heart is bleeding for others. Some of you love learning. You're an avid student. Some of you love teaching. Some of you are the cheerleaders in the world. Some of you have a business talent. Or some of us, each of us have been given a certain allotment of things. Well, in the waiting room, as we're waiting for the God-sized dream, what are we doing with the little seemingly that we've been given? To whom much is given, much is required. And God gives each and every single one of a certain allotment as he's kind of testing us and, and showing us to do this. In fact, if you know that you have a gift, and what's a gift? A gift is something that other people they just know you're really good at. There's something in your life, isn't there, where people have just known. They're like, Melissa, there's this aspect about you that's incredible. Pam, there's this aspect about you that is just so spectacular. And typically, we can't really see it ourselves because we're in the same, we're in the frame. We can't see the picture. But comment below what do you think your gifts are. And each of us have them. So what did, what did Joseph do? He stewarded the gift wisely even when he was in prison but also what you saw is he also gave credit to where credit's due remember the gifts are not from us the gift is from the god above so he always gave it to the gave it to the credit so he gave god the credit he said do, do interpretations not belong to the lord and guess what he gave them the correct interpretation because he knew that it wasn't for him to be able to interpret it was from God. So it's so important that we understand that. So Kingdom Builder, what are you doing during the time in the waiting room when you have a big, big God-sized dream? He gave you that big dream for your business. He gave you that big dream for your life. And yet you look at your circumstances, just like Joseph being sold to slavery, then being in prison. And you're like, I don't see how it's possible. Well, don't worry about how it's possible. That's God's job. We're supposed to commit our plan to him, and he's going to align our steps. He's going to give us our steps. Remember, in James chapter 117, it says this. It says, James 117, helping others. Absolutely. Every good thing given and every perfect gift is coming from above coming down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. So principle, how do you let go and let God when you're in the waiting room? How do you let go and let God? When, what does that actually mean? Well, letting go means that you're not in control of the circumstance. You're not in control of the timing. Is anyone else like me, especially being an entrepreneur? You want things your way. You want things your timing. You got your perfect plans. You're like, God, I got this goal. I'm going to get this promotion. I'm going to hit this sales target. And this is how it's going to happen in this timing. And God's like, 
Uh, well, my ways are not my, your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Um, good luck on that. Right? So we have to let go of the outcome, but we have to take ownership of the responsibility of what we've been given. Is this making sense to anyone? Comment Aben below. What's up, Megan? Great to see you. It's a huge thing, on Exactly. So it's a let go and let go. Now, in the meanwhile, though, what's God doing? In the waiting room, what's he doing? Remember that these tests are important. What does God want more than just us being blessed? Now, God wants us to be blessed. He says in Genesis 12, 2, to Abraham, you are blessed to be a blessing. Right? You are blessed to be a blessing. So we, he wants us to be blessed. However, he don't want us to be spoiled children. I grew up very spoiled. And I'll tell you, if I was given a million dollars when I was early, when I was younger, um, I'd probably spoil it all on my own selfish means. But you know what? God had to work certain things to me. I had to lose it all. I had to realize that money wasn't the money wasn't the purpose of life. I had to realize money wasn't only for me. It's for those around me. And now I've disconnected. God used that to shave my my consumerism. I used to take money and I'd spend it all before I even got it. Now I take it. I'm like, how do I steward this? Right. But God had to bring me through those seasons, as I'm sure he's brought you through those seasons as well, too. So remember, in James chapter one, consider it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So during the waiting room, when you're waiting on God's promises, remember, many times we're in a rush when God's not. God cares more about your character than he does about your actual blessing itself. But we don't have to. He wants you to be blessed, right? He wants to give you that God-sized promise. He wants to give you that dream. It says that if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. So meaning that he gives you those ideas. Those dreams are from him. So believe that that's possible. But as you're going through that journey, it's important to understand what's going on. We can be like the Israelites who took 40 years in the desert to wander because they, the, they didn't get the memo. You know, their journey was only supposed to take three months, but it took them 40 years. Now, Joseph, it took him around 30 years or so, but it was a whole journey in itself. You know, yeah, you do have to go on the journey to learn before you could allow the next step. So learn it faster, right? But in the meanwhile, cl claim on to these promises. Know that his promise. Know that he says that his word will not return void. It will happen. He has these plans. So don't worry. I think the part that is entrepreneurs, as people with dreams, the part that really gets us like gets us really in trouble is the question of when. Does anyone else agree? Does that trip up anyone else? Right? When's it going to happen, Lord? Why is it happening this way? Don't ask those questions. God knows, and He has a perfect time. He has a sowing and reaping law in the world. So if you sow this dream into your life, it will come about at its perfect timing. But in the meanwhile, don't worry about the other side. But what do you do in the meanwhile? Well, use those gifts. Use those talents that you've been given. Well, what happens after that? Okay. So let's go back to Joseph. He's in prison. He has his dream. He sold to, he sold to slavery. That sucks. Even worse, he's then put into prison. That sucks even more. And yet you see that throughout the story of Joseph, he was stewarding his dream wisely. 
So he interprets the dream for the cupbearer and the baker. It worked. And then what happens is this. Um, if you remember in the story, he said to um, he said to the cupbearer, well, remember me when you leave this prison. The cupbearer said, yes, I will. And it says in the story that he actually forgot about Joseph. Don't. Have you ever felt like things are unfair? Have you ever felt like you deserved more? Have you ever felt like others were succeeding when you were not? <laughs> and you're like, why is this happening? God, I'm, I'm being obedient. God is his perfect timing. Two years later, after the cupbearer is released from prison, and he tells Pharaoh about the interpretation of his dream and everything, Pharaoh then has a dream. And Pharaoh has a dream that nobody in Egypt can actually understand. And what happens is this. The cupbearer then remembers, oh my gosh, I remember there was this guy named Joseph. <laughs> Let me read it to you right here. Genesis 41, 9. Then the chief cupbearer spoke to Joseph saying, I would mention today my own offenses. <laughs> Pharaoh was furious with his servants and he put me in confinement in the house of the captain of the Bodyguard, both me and the chief baker. Then we had a dream one night. He and I, each of us dreamed according to the interpretation of his own dream. Now, a Hebrew youth was there with us. And he and we told him the dreams and he interpreted our dreams for us. So the cup, the, the, uh, the cup bearer remembers Joseph after two years and tells Pharaoh at the right time. And guess what happens if you know the story? Pharaoh calls up Joseph from prison, gives Joseph this dream. And Joseph does the same thing. He says that interpretations are not because of his amazing gift. Interpretations are because of God's gift and interprets a dream. Pharaoh then puts him in charge of all the land, puts him second in command, makes him and distributes all the wealth in the world. In one day, he went from the prison to the palace Question, King the Builder, are you ready for that type of an abundance? Good morning, Valerie. Are you ready for that type of a promotion? Put a me in the comments below if that sounds good to you. Like, I think we all want that, right? We want our goals to be done. We want our dreams to be incredible. We want to get promoted like tomorrow. And it's possible in one day. However, you have to do what it is that they do if you want to get what it is that they get. And you see, the reality is there is no such thing as an overnight success. God wants to promote us at the right place in the right time, but he wants to bring us through a journey. He wants to bring us to chisel our character. He wants to test us so you can build up that faith and that endurance. He wants to make sure that we're stewarding the gift and the talents and the time and everything we've been given wisely. So in the meanwhile, while we're waiting on the God promised dream, and he does have big dreams for us. What do you have to do? Be faithful with the little that you've been given, right? I think about the business that I'm in, and now we're very blessed, and we've had a, quite, quite a business run. But you know what I remember? I remember the first customer. I remember the first partner. I remember what it was like having that first paycheck, that first promotion. And it seemed like a little bit, but I remember how much honor there was. I remember how excited I was. I remember thinking, how can I do the best with what I've been given? 
And you know what happens with a little bit? If you treat them well, it tends to lead to more. And when you start to steward the little you've been given, God then can entrust you with so much more. Exactly, Megan. If we're faithful in the little things, God will be faithful in the big things. So don't worry about the big things yet. God's got that. He will give some amazing things at the right place in the right time. But watch this. Here we go. So if you're feeling like a little impatient, just to end this story. Genesis 40, 45. This is when Joseph reconnects with his brothers. His brothers, there's a famine in the land. Now Joseph is second in command. His dad, J Jacob, says, I hear that there's grain and food and need to go there. They meet with jo Joseph and Joseph, all of a sudden, he reveals himself. He says, please come closer to me. I am your brother, Joseph, whom you sold to slavery. Brothers are like, oh, man. Oh, man, this is not good. All right. We sold him to slavery. This ain't good. But get this. Now, do not be grieved or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. For God sent me ahead of you to save lives. Hmm. For the famine has been in the land these two years. There were five uh, where there was plowing or nor, nor harvesting. So God sent me ahead of you to ensure for you a remnant on the earth and to keep you alive in a great deliverance. Now, therefore, here's the key. It was not you who sent me here. It wasn't his brothers that sold him to slavery, but God. And he has made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of all his household and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Kingdom builder. You might be going through some tough circumstances right now. You might be going through some delays, some denials, some dejections, but can we be just like Joseph and say, but it wasn't because of anyone else. It wasn't because of a bad thing, but it was God that uses everything and he calls everything and he works everything together for the good of those who are called according to his purpose. Can we have a kingdom mindset on this? Can we look at the bad circumstances and ask the question of why, instead of why is this happening to me? But where is the Lord leading me in this? And we start looking at that in that perspective. We start stewarding our gifts wisely in the meanwhile with the little that we've been given. Do we trust that God is a person of his word? Do we trust that God is the giver of all good and perfect gifts? Do we believe that God has a word for you in your life and a promise for you in your life specifically? And do we believe that he will be faithful to that promise as long as we are obedient and diligent with what we've been given right now. Because if we understand those promises, then that's how you can truly let go and let God. And I'm telling you this, when the promise comes, you'll be prepared for that. When the promise comes, you're going to see God's hand throughout it. And when the promise comes, the biggest thing is this, kingdom builder, just like what Joseph said. That testimony is going to be the greatest testimony for who he is, his faithfulness, and his kingdom. And that's the biggest purpose of your dream. Not just for us, but for those around us to see how kingdom living really is. So if this affirmed you, comment amen below. I hope it did. If this helped you, like this, comment on this, subscribe to my YouTube for this plus so many more. We just concluded a five-part series of the journey of a God-sized dream. And side note as well too, just came out with the book. If you're looking for more of God's power and presence in your life, you might want to pick this up. 
It's talking about three biblical principles that you can apply into your life, your business, and everything. The Miraculous Breakthrough Formula. Check it out in the caption. It will bless you. It is getting into people's hands. I'm excited to see it. Um, I've been following this as well, too. I mean, it transformed my life like crazy. MiraculousBreakthroughFormula.com. Check it out. But other than that, God bless. And we'll see you guys on the next conversations. All right. Talk soon.